Game devs are fed up and the internet saved Sonic. This week on a riot flavored bowl of dude soup. Seriously, the company's call. <laughs> <laughs> when you say this week on Dude Soup, that's my cue to hit the It's in the script. The I got it in the script. You got the, doc, got the script open. Got it in the script. <laughs> Don't go off script. I mean, stay on script. What's this? Don't go. I'm not Lawrence. Go off Mine book. always ends with the, which sounds like the end, and then it turns back on it and then adds the okay, last. Okay, okay, I got it. No, try again, please. Just, think of it as a bored as hell intro. Coming is the last. <laughs> on coming. Not for All right. Is Game this live? You want me to tweet this out? <laughs> What's the link to this? What's anyone? the link to this? <laughs> it's fine. All I'll, right, find it. I'll find it. I'll find it. I'll do it. Find it down there. I'll find it. I'll do it. What a shit show. All right. All right. Game devs are fed up and the internet saved Sonic. This week on a riot flavored bowl of dude soup. Wait. Seriously, <laughs> the company's called Riot. How could they not see this coming? Perfect. See? Uh, that was bored as I'm hell. I'm a comedian. I write jokes. That was bored as hell intro. Yeah. That's why I like those intros. Mm. I need the only thing that would have made it better is a reference you didn't understand. That yeah. Bored as hell is, formatting is set up mm -hmm. something Bruce doesn't understand. Some payoff about an 80s movie then a, that I don't care a joke. about. The thing is that you guys don't realize I understand them, but I hate them. Oh, okay. That's so. fair. <laughs> In some ways, you hate yourself. <laughs> exactly. But if you don't hate yourself, uh, this episode is brought to you by three sponsors, Stitch Fix. Get an extra 25% off when you keep everything in your box at stitchfix.com slash dude soup. Hymns. Get the Hymns complete hair kit for $5 at forhymns.com slash dude. And Honey. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash dude. We're going to hear more from those sponsors later on in the show. Elise is going to do this thing. Well, this is for her Twitter. This is for her personal <laughs> Twitter. Great. Love it. Um, we're going to talk about a couple things this week. We don't have to get too into the weeds on any of them. We shouldn't. No? We should. No, we, we only got an hour. We shouldn't. Oh, we shouldn't. No, yeah, we shouldn't. We, we shouldn't. Yeah. Um, the first thing, the most important thing, we have a Sonic update. <gasps> Sonic the movie has an update. As you know, last week we discussed in great detail um, why the internet was so mad about Sonic. Reactions to the trailer that had come out. People were very, very upset. Have we been vindicated? <laughs> it, well, it was number one trending on YouTube. It was also like 50-50 likes to dislikes. I think it was way down. And those likes were probably ironic. It's like the cruise moms. What? The uh -huh. animators moms liked it. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. The cruise moms. Um... Well, uh, have you ever have you ever done that thing where you tried to influence someone's thoughts uh, just by scrunching up your face and concentrating really hard, like some sort of derpy Professor Xavier? Well, that's a perfect metaphor for what happened last week with Sonic the Hedgehog's feature film debut. Um, that's what a lot of angry people did, except the derpy face was Sonic's, <laughs> and the people who were being influenced were a bunch of executives that probably didn't care in the first place. But, but now they care. But the thing well, is, we already they... we already knew what he looked like from the leaked stuff, and then the weird outline where he had human legs. But we'd never seen him move and talk. <laughs> sure, but I'm just saying, like, there was enough early outcry. We're like, this is wrong. But this it is wasn't. Bad. It, there, I feel like there wasn't something official. That uh, that trailer okay. makes it real. It, yes, in most people's minds. Because they're like, oh, this isn't a joke. And I think that's when people I'm really saying there were early upset. red flags, but I guess it was only, I guess you had to have been paying attention or they were just like, no, that's just early outcry. We've Don't been worry. saying from the very beginning that this was going to be garbage. We, like, we've yeah. been saying that it was going to be hot trash. Mm -hmm. And when the, the trailer came out, I thought we were all vindicated. I thought that, I was like, yeah, of course, it's going to be hot trash of Sonic. Yeah. 
And then, why, so why do people complain about it? Of course, garbage guys. It's weird. <laughs> it is weird, and we kind of did touch on it last week about how it's funny that people think that the movie's bad because of how Sonic looks. Yeah. No. Like no. when when they announced the movie and they the first casting they announced was James Marsden as the sheriff. Yeah. I went, oh, this is gonna suck. <laughs> Not because of James Marsden, but because they already knew that they needed this the human sheriff? character. Did you right. See the post that James Marsden always plays a cuck in everything. I that did he's see in. that. So yeah. we should talk about that and a little it's bit more. But he's true. a cuck in Sonic. He's a cuck for Sonic. How's he getting, he's, he's getting cucked by Sonic. He, he's getting cucked so? everywhere. And I love James Marsden, but he's yeah. getting cucked. We Sorry. should look up the post. Well, I know Superman Returns and X Men. Yeah, he gets cucked in Thirty Rock. I think he gets. He's by by he gets cucked by Kate Bosworth in two movies. <laughs> he's <laughs> a cuck in Princess Diaries or whatever movie. He, yeah. uh, it's a sh- or Enchanted. He, he's a handsome man. No, he's, he's a great He's dude. a good actor, but yeah. it's like he always gets sort of the shit role. Like mm-hmm. he's it's a like, nice guy. Yeah. Well, they're like, he's a cuck. hey, they're like, hey, congratulations, you're gonna be in the <laughs> X Men movies. Like X Men, X Men comic books are awesome. You're Cyclops. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I have a friend growing up who his favorite character was Cyclops, and I think that's that's a telling. Is he a cuck? Well, there's basically there's a handful of people. You're, if you're Cyclops, you're probably going to go into law enforcement. Mm, yeah, because you're like lawful good. Uh-huh. Like you don't question authority. So what if you like? What if you like Wolverine? Wolverine, you're going to be a, kind of like a wild, chaotic good. Right? Yeah, chaotic okay. good. If you're like me, you're a gambit. Okay. Which means you're going to get buried in you're, piss. You're Cajun? Yeah. <laughs> I like to hang upside down and do science experiments. What does that make me? Uh, that's Jubilee. Thank you. <laughs> so anyway, Sonic. So anyway, after what was what felt like forever of people shitting all over it and a thousand YouTube React videos being made, yeah. um, one I want to shout out specifically, but... Um, the director stepped in, Jeff Fowler. This is his first feature, oh. though he is an Academy Award-nominated director for his short film, okay. Go For Broke, oh. which is a pun. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I feel bad for this guy, number one, because he just kind of like like Charybdis yeah. sucked him in. He got sucked in by this executive thing where yeah. someone called his agent and said, we want to do Headlines this. read, Foul Ball by Fowler. Yeah. Sonic is a miss and a swing and a miss. He said, <laughs> thank you for the support and the criticism. The message is loud and clear. You aren't happy with the design and you want changes. It's going to happen. Everyone at Paramount and Sega are fully committed to making this character the best he can be. Hashtag Sonic movie. Hashtag gotta fix fast. Wrench emoji, peace sign. Okay. Nowhere in there does it say, as the director of this movie, this is my failing. Uh, I signed off. I don't from think. All I this. don't blame him well, at I all. Not like, at all. This is a team effort of garbage. This is, this is a bunch of but studio I'm, executives. He is almost certainly a hired gun for I this. Think? Yeah. I mean, he's, think a he's dude ever who s- has some clout in okay. that he's he did a short film I'm, that's vaguely related to the subject. I'm, I'm just saying when. When you're adapting Dune, for example, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. let's say years ago, before all you had was a book and some art that Jarwaski did or whatever. Yeah. For you know, so you're David Lynch. You go, okay, this is a little tough. With Sonic, you type in Sonic the Hedgehog. You go, okay, that's what he looks like. Mm-hmm. Having kind of source material. Just, just a, just a look as, as a. I'm not like you're right. You shouldn't just solely oh. blame the director. But I'm just saying, as the director, don't you go. That doesn't really look like all the stuff I've seen from the old Genesis commercials. No, no offense no. to him, but Dune has an auteur attached and Sonic has at Foul Town. Nice. <laughs> no <laughs> offense, Jeff. Academy Award. How many nominated. Uh, Academy Awards did Joe Dworsky be nominated, nominated for? I think a lot. Also, <laughs> to be fair, though, that Sonic character, if he was like, oh, it looks like this, then a bunch of other people that had millions and billions of dollars were like, hey, uh, no, it's gonna yeah. look like this. Yeah. No, we're gonna rebrand. I, yeah. I, I just—it's confusing because it, it's at some point you go, "Who is this for?" And they mm-hmm. go, "Well, 
Sonic fans. But it's clearly not because they wanted to change the design. Something kids. so. It's for kids, yeah. But it's starring James Marsden, who's not for kids. I, we discussed it He's last week. Adults. There's a disconnect between the studio executives who decided we want to take this property and then sell it to children. Yeah. And the actual property, property which, while I guess it could be for kids, is so old. It's like, what, 25 years old? Sure. 27, 27 years old or something like that? It like that it, it only makes sense that the people who grew up on it would have some sort of visceral reaction. But to I'm saying it. that's who you're making it for because these are the only people who are well, going to see your trash movie. I want to talk about something real quick. Yeah, yeah, sure. please. The dot, dot, dot at the end of his tweet. The best he can be, dot, dot, dot. There's something there. What do you mean, why? What? I think that implies that he's pissed off, he ran that he it. thinks this is dumb as shit. I think he's like just trying to make a fucking movie here, guys. Really? Oh. You yeah. think so? Why wouldn't he be the best he can be? Exclamation point. I think you're projecting. It's uh, the best he can be. Whimper yeah. out. Blah. No, that's a not Jeff. He's, he's I, I think that's, that's his pissed. final breath. That's not the that's, Jeff we that's, know. That's his soul Jeff's leaving his body. Can Onward be. and upward. Huh. Yeah. You're right. It should be an exclamation point. The best point. he can be. Yeah, Yay. Be. Yeah. We're excited what, about Sonic. What Jeff he's pissed. isn't saying is... We tested a ton of focus groups on this design, mm -hmm. and the blind love it. Yeah, <laughs> look, I, like I was, oh we didn't we didn't just do this without any you know reason, I guess. Well, I, you can't tell people they're wrong. Sure, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Michael Bay is a genius uh -huh. because <laughs> he managed to do what Jeff Fowler isn't doing, which is turn the Transformers into a property that kids and adults saw, mm. and he can't do it. Hmm. Well. I, I think it, I because you remember when the Ninja Turtles trailer came out and everyone was upset with how oh, the they CG, looked the CG live oh, yeah. I mean because like even Michelangelo takes off that mask and I as a fan of the second movie not the first movie but as a fan of the live action Turtles franchise I got used to it but I still think they're pretty hideous yeah they are they're hideous borderline offensive monsters <laughs> um, I mean he's right uh, well even Transformers but they though. didn't change anything. Did they not in the second one? No, they didn't change it. They they didn't even despite maybe it's just because the internet wasn't as laser focused hmm. at outcry hmm. and and grabbing your pitchforks and at rallying against yeah. a common cause. Um, but they kept that the same. I mean, I think Michael Bay would have told people to go fuck yeah. themselves. Yeah, yeah. Also. He absolutely, well, he, he absolutely, absolutely would. That's the difference between him and he still did something counts. weird. Which I don't <laughs> know, I, do you man. remember in the the first Transformers? I think Optimus Prime shows himself. Then he goes like, hey, Sam, and his face mask disappears, and now he has lips. Yeah. I was like, I don't think he needs those. No, he does, but so then, you can see where the voice comes from. <laughs> but then, well, because I think in the cartoon, his eyes just lit up. Yeah, yeah. Which I thought was, oh, that's smart. You're saving on animation, animation budget. Because yeah. all the other ones are like, boy, Optimus, I have lips. And it's like weird. But Optimus Prime, who does most of the talking, yeah. they cover his mouth, and I was like, Mr. Drive from space. But I'm just saying, that's, that's genius, though. That yeah, you're like, but, you can save on animation budget. But that's not how Michael Bay thinks. Right. Michael Bay probably only put lips in there for the explicit reason is to spurn, burn the cash that it costs to make lips, so that way he can say, no, sure. those, anime, those old cartoons, they're shit. Yep. They didn't even draw the lips. That's but I paid thing. an extra... $50 million to give him lips that nobody wants. That's, exactly That's Michael Bay. I was one of those people, though, because when the first Transformers came out, I went, okay, cool, I'll go see this. Oh, it's got Lincoln Park in it. He's got flames on the side of the truck. Weird. He's got lips. Like, everything's weird about this movie, but it's at least still Transformers. It's a commercial product, mm -hmm. which it was meant to be. But we all, I thought, agreed Bumblebee. Bumblebee's great. And Bumblebee's they, great. And, and it's, all, it's all the Gen 1, like, Optimus Prime. All that shit on Cybertron was pretty 
pretty awesome. That oh, yeah. opening's awesome. Uh, yeah, and I, was, and I I don't think you see Optimus' well, lips. Well, regardless, <laughs> no, yeah. regardless that there's design issues, Paramount yeah. is going to fix it. That's what Foul Town promised us. Uh, and no matter the cost. Mm. Uh, I mean, there's a cost. Well, I was going to say, which in this case translates loosely to the physical and mental health of a bunch of VFX artists, especially if the November release date is staying the same. That's what, that's what I really want to find out. Because while I admire humanity's ability to rally behind a cause, even if it is Sonic's eyes uh-huh. and teeth and teeth it unified and hands, the country, feet, I think, in like, a way that the world even. I, I appreciate that we can we can do that. Okay. It's basically World War Two in this mm. are the only two times mm. humanity for the most when part. When America and Japan united. came together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. yeah. <laughs> um, that being said, this is going to kill people to get it done. No. And I think I think that some of the, a lot of the people that asked demanded it mm-hmm. don't understand anything about this process or how it works. Um, there is a YouTube channel, Flipped Normals, that actually a uh, fan and friend of the show, Stephen Blomkamp, sent me a link oh, to. Oh, cool. They are actual VFX animators. Mm-hmm. One of them it, uh, has actually worked at the company that made both Sonic oh. and Detective Pikachu. Oh, it's okay. the same company, apparently, which is funny that people were citing. If you, you never blame the animators, number one. Yeah, Always sure. blame the, the designers. Ex, not even the designers, because huh? the designers probably gave them oh, okay. a bunch of really good options, mm-hmm. yeah. and then some person, executive or whatever, picked that one. Um, but uh, basically, <laughs> is, it, is it the trick where you, you make one so bad that like, yeah. they can't possibly pick yes. it? Yes. And they picked it. Yeah. They picked it. Oh, Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but they posted an extensive video discussing why the design was bad in the first place, but more importantly, how insurmountable the challenge is that it's going to be to fix it. Oh. They go into all things like rigging, oh, yeah. lighting. Yep. They have to, they, all the fur, all Eye of that has to be, com- stuff. Every, all of the animation that's been done so far mm-hmm. has to be completely thrown out. They said maybe the only thing they can save is what they've done as reference material sure. for reanimating the whole thing. But there's an important lesson there, though, right? Do it right the first time. (laughs) Nice. And you won't. (laughs) Must be so disheartening if you were someone that slaved away for months on this. It it sets a really dangerous precedent that internet mobs. Yeah, that's what worried me about this. Yeah. like I I don't like the fact that everybody could call out me, we'll change Sonic. And then they're like, we'll change Sonic. Because what about the next time when they come out and they're like, not as good. Yeah. I don't like it. Well, and the, I don't think the problems with the design, I think there are fundamental flaws with this movie's story sure, yeah, and yeah. structure, et cetera. That's yeah. not anything sure. to so, do so with So like, now we're going to get a version of this movie. God don't like ugly. Where Sonic looks fine, <laughs> but it's still terrible. Yeah. Which yeah. is, I think, of course, a weird thing that everyone seemed to be ignoring when they were pissed off. I, like, think, I, I, mean, I was going to go see it anyway, and I was relishing yeah, no, yeah. in how bad yeah, it was. Yeah, I kind of wanted it to look that way just so I had the full terrible experience. Yeah. But now it's going to be maybe kind of... It might be sadder. Because like, you're like, oh, there's a true to, that's a true Sonic. That's like, oh, that is the character that I remember. Why right, is he being abused like this? It, it's a weird... It's It reminds me a lot of the first, <laughs> I guess, the only uh, Mario Brothers movie uh-huh. where it was made by people who had a somewhat of an understanding of the character. Not not that I think there's a deep lore of Sonic. There's obviously more story material. There's comic books and shows and all the stuff that you can pull from to go, okay, it's about... They did a great job on Pikachu. It's a little frightening still, the Pikachu stuff. But <laughs> Mr. So Mime cute. is terrifying. Some of the Pokemon, which are already scary in Pokemon world, yeah. translated to being infinitely more frightening, but I think 
for the most part, they did a great He's job. So yeah. cute. But either way, I, I'm just saying, when they made Mario, obviously it was, what, 20 years ago or something? Mm -hmm. And they went... Bob Hoskins was still alive. Yeah, and they're like, how the but fuck yeah. do we make this into it? And, the, and yeah. as, a, as a kid who played Mario, you went, well, that's not what I was expecting, but their names were Mario and Luigi, and they had a Yoshi in there, so I'm okay. <laughs> but the Sonic movie is like, you've had years of original ideas to pull from. You have Sonic Boom, all these other... Guys, Sonic, Sonic has always been trash. No, I, I, know, no I know. Sonic I, has always been trash. But so I'm just I, saying, I'm confused, but there are people... I know, I know that, but it's always been bad. But there are people <laughs> who love Sonic despite it being trash. And so it's like, well, just dig into the stuff that those people like, which is like the furry culture and Knuckles and <laughs> don't, don't have a story... Where he he ends up in buttfuck nowhere, sorry, Green Hill Land. Green Hill, Green Hill Zone. It's not Thank zone. You, he doesn't live in Green Hill Zone. He lives in Green Hills. Oh, you mean because of the billboard? Whatever. In the movie? I think it's yeah. really tough to make Sonic an underdog character. He's know? got everything. He, he does. He everything. Does. He's cool. <laughs> he does. He's hip. He's muscular uh -huh. and he's really fast. Yeah. And he has well, that's a friend why, with two tails. That's why Sonic Three starts with him already having the Keras Emeralds. Flying up onto the beach. That's right. Boom, he's hit by Knuckles, loses the emeralds. Now he has to start over from the beginning with nothing. He runs that from character. the left to the right. That story. That's what he does. Sometimes he rolls and he goes in a circle. And up and, and down, and too. Then he'll, People forget he'll, the verticality of Sonic. Sure, games. he'll jump inside a giant ring and then he runs around and he gets all the blue Sonic orbs. has always been bad, everyone. Uh, you knew the movie was going to be bad. Just let it be bad. I'm just, I don't begrudge anyone for enjoying Sonic. There's clearly a fan base behind it. They do all sorts of weird fan art and a bunch of other stuff, but it's like, make something for them. Should have just taken the plot of Speed Racer and made it into Sonic. Drag and drop. Sonic R, the racing game, Sonic Never R. Never mind. <laughs> what is the plot of Sonic, the original Sonic, James? Uh, Dr. Robotnik is a mad scientist who experiments on animals, yeah. and he's basically been kidnapping animals to put them into his machines, like mechanizing them. None oh, of this okay. is ever stated ways. anywhere. It might be in the instruction manual sure. or I something. Like, I feel like James would know, though. Um, thank you, Bruce. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, what's the plot of Spon uh, Sonic Spinball? No, no, no. I just want to know oh. the original Sonic. <laughs> okay. Sonic Spinball. So he's mechanizing <laughs> animals. Yeah, he's mechanizing animals, and so this one very capable animal decides to stand up against him. A hedgehog? Is happens to be Sonic so the he Hedgehog. So he doesn't get the powers from Dr. Dr. Robotnik. No, that's never. He made, just no. already can talk. And he's just a really fast. Yeah, yeah he's, he's just really like the fast. best of them. He's like the Neo, Blue Streak of the Matrix. Okay, <sighs> I just want to live in the alternate universe where that's the design that was in the trailer, and people still shit all over it, and we're pissed off. That, yeah. uh, I think you're right about that. That's, I think yeah. that people would shit on it regardless. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> the thing is we've established we've established that good? human beings have taste because they prefer that the right mm -hmm. to the left, but. They don't know why they have taste, and so they still think that the right is better than the left when it's the same movie. <laughs> I, I would, objectively, though, it looks better. It does. Sure, it looks better, yeah. but it's not going to save anything sure. when he's in James Marsden's backpack for forty-five minutes. Yeah, it won't matter. <laughs> it won't matter. Jim Carrey, I think, actually seems really fun as Doctor mm -hmm. Robotnik. Yeah, he's going yeah. back to his roots. And going back to the mask. I like Ben Schwartz. I think voicing it, he does a fun job. Mm -hmm. I'll hit you on that. I have a question oh, about that, though. You don't think so? Well, okay, if you go go back one, Omar. Like Sorry. The one on the right doesn't play at all, though. No, I, I will disagree on that one. Way too scary. So, 
So do you think that's not a Ben Schwartz voice? So Ben Schwartz doing the voice of heroes. Hey guys, it's me, Sonic. And now that he's got attitude, does he have to revoice or is he going to be like, Hey guys, it's me, Sonic. And I mean, he's it was got Steve Urkel. I think Ben Schwartz can do Kroll better than for Steve new Sonic. No, but I'm, I'm just saying if they're, if they're just reusing <laughs> hey the same guys. audio, I don't know. Well, he looks like Joel. I'd be, I don't want to spend too much time talking about Sonic. That's a lie. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I'll leave you guys with a parting question. Um, do you feel one, two, two, two part question. One, uh, are you going to go see this movie now that Sonic looks better and his eyes are one? Um, and two, do you think that maybe us putting all those animators in such a horrific position was worth it to get a different looking Sonic? Adam, you go first. Oh, I was going to see it regardless. And at the very least, I hope they get paid some overtime. Yeah. And it, when they win their Academy Award while they're... Uh, their studios going out of business to go, please. Yeah, I was going to say that this is also not even touching the surface of what is going on in the visual effects industry. The whole rhythm in this country in general, which is that you bid for these projects and the bidding is basically, it's a low bidding and you're basically competing with someone in China who doesn't have to worry about anything and just bids a dollar. And so you bid 99 cents and then that's not enough money to even pay the people that work on the project to its completion. And then- you win an Academy Award like Rhythm Hughes while you're laying off employees. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there was one designer, or pardon me, I guess animator that was really upset about how he looked, and now he's he's happy. Oh, sure. I, doing I mean, it. he's single though, so he didn't got with nothing most to do for the collectives. Next <laughs> yeah, it's not a hive mind. They're not everyone going crappy. Sonic design is good. Like I'm sure there's somebody in like I I don't. I'm getting paid to do this or whatever. I was I'm the trying to hair find the, guy. the silver lining of these people being enslaved for the next six oh. months. They I just, can quit if they want to, but I just really sucks. hope they get paid over time. I that's, hope so too. that's really yeah. important to me. I hope <laughs> that they, even if they're working up really, really hard and long hours, that they just get paid over I hope so time. Too. That's or it. their contracts get extended. I mean, that would Something. have to be the case. Like if they're okay. working contract to contract on movies, they just get a new contract yeah. for let, the next me, six months to redo it. Let me paint a quick photo for you. There's a lone animator there whose wife is probably seven months pregnant right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he yeah. was excited to be done. He he could <laughs> be there seeing the birth of his child, but instead. He's making art. They He's already, seeing the birth of his well, new child. Exactly. They already and, decorated the nursery with that. Oh, <laughs> no. That's another thing, too. All the fucking merchandise that I'm sure that they were going to do has to be redone. Oh, no. I mean, All it, my Sonic shirts that I pre-ordered, <laughs> they're going to have that on. I have bad news for Jeff Fowler. I was never going to see this film. Oh. Yes, you are. Never never, never. No, absolutely. Are you joking? I, was, I would never pay to like, see this movie. I feel like we could trick you into seeing it. Yeah. So here's the thing. If we go see it for Film House, then I'll expense it. Because I ain't paying for it. Okay. Uh, and then if we if if it happens to be on Netflix, I'll watch it maybe. And if I'm on a plane, probably. That and then that even, sounds like a lot of scenarios where you will be watching. Yeah, that's like well, I finally watched Aquaman on a plane. Yeah. Because I was like, I am a captive audience. I'm a captive audience for five and a half okay. hours. Okay. So we I have to I hold. Two and a half hours we have to, to hold them down. Is how we get them to <laughs> the see. The first forty-five it minutes yeah. is worthless, but it's garbage. But that, that that's a different thing. At least you get to see the movie. You guys yeah, can have your yeah. We're gonna Aquaman see. We're gonna do a film house on it, and I will expense the ticket. And you think it's so? Worth, you're not gonna pay for it either. You, you think you it's worth the so time privileged. <laughs> Adam and I are the only two people who are gonna see it voluntarily with, with our own, own money. Our own money that we're gonna work Omar, with our hands. Omar's gonna new go. Sonics. Omar's gonna come and go. Do you guys want to expense those tickets? We go. No, sir. I'm gonna spit at him. <laughs> no, I'm probably gonna <laughs> no, spit no, no, at him. The proceeds of those ticket purchases will go to the Sonic Animator well, Fund. We hope so. Not not all movies are a perfect fit. And not all clothes are the perfect fit for all men. Uh, With Stitch Fix, your personal stylist will send you clothing that makes you look your best. 
Less one size fits all, more this fits your style. Uh, Stitch Fix is a sponsor of this episode. Thank you for your sponsorship. Uh, Stitch Fix is also an online personal styling service that delivers your favorite clothing brands right to your door. To get started, go to stitchfix.com slash dudesoup, answer some questions about your preferred style, and your personal shopper will ship you a box of clothes, shoes, and accessories. Honestly, like, this is a fun thing to do if you find that you're wearing the same pair of jeans or you only have, like, a certain number of t-shirts that you cycle through and you just want someone else to objectively influence your style. I think it's a pretty cool thing to do to reboot yourself every once in a while. You don't have to change, and if it doesn't fit, that's the best part. There's no commitment required, and you only pay for what you keep. Shipping exchanges and returns are always free, plus the $20 styling free is automatically applied towards anything you keep from your box. You never have to think about looking good again with Stitch Fix. That's the best part. I think it's like, it costs $20 if you don't keep anything in the box to just basically have someone go shopping for you. And I think that's the coolest coolest part of this process. Um, but if you keep something that's $20, so if you get tw- a $25 piece of underwear and some socks, that's what you like, then that's all you pay. So it's it's a pretty it's a pretty great deal. Uh, to get started today, uh, get started today at stitchfix.com/dudesoup and get an extra twenty five percent off when you keep everything in your box. That's stitchfix.com/dudesoup. Stitchfix stitchfix.com/dudesoup. It's like a tongue twister. That le- leaves you your tongue feeling more stylish than ever before. It's like a tongue <laughs> with a little tie on it. Um. So, yeah, I would love to continue talking about Sonic all day, but I know we can't. Why? Because other things are happening in the world. Gamers aren't the only uh, side of this industry that have a right to be upset because game devs are getting screwed pretty hard, too. Um, On May 6th, over 150 Los Angeles-based Riot Games employees walked out in protest of the company's policy on forced arbitrations. Um, I guess a little background on that... uh, Forced arbitrations are when you want to sue for something, but instead of going to an actual public court, it's like Riot wants to settle it in private. A bunch mm-hmm. of yeah, like a bunch of private lawyers yeah. get together and discuss it behind closed doors. Why would you do that, James? That's a great question. Well, contractually, uh, it's it's in the employees of Riot's yeah, their, it, you it, know their work agreements that they will only have forced arbitrations okay. if they choose to sue the company. Well, I think because it, it doesn't set a precedent, right? Like, is it? Lawrence like, had a theory. We did. We did. Um, we did a yeah. uh, inside gaming on it today, but he was saying that when it goes into public record, mm-hmm. you can now see all the horrific things yes. that are being said. Whereas, in, yeah, uh, private arbitration, you would none of those things would come to light. Yes. so that's why. So it's like well, also absolutely. it's a, it's again Shows legal precedence and stuff. Yes. Once you once you show that something has <laughs> happened legally and yes. there's the limits yeah. of the law, then it becomes yeah. the standard. But if you do it privately, then it's just basically two lawyers de- like negotiating with if each other. If they're sued by one person and it's public, and then they're sued again later, that means that that, that second lawsuit can point to the previous lawsuit Set as precedence yeah. yeah. in their case, and yeah. uh, they clearly don't want that. I think it. I think this is not uncommon yeah. for companies to make not. their employees, it's, it's, you know, do this. But it's, yeah. I don't think that makes makes it right. No, it's just being there's a, a giant light is being shown on it, and I, so I think I think people are paying more attention, mm-hmm. which is yeah. I think obviously a good thing. A lot of this, I guess, the timeline of this is that there was an expose, a Kotaku, I believe, mm-hmm. expose yeah, done about the 
working conditions of Riot Games and like, I like guess, the ago. rampant sexism right. yep. and employee abuse and all kinds of terrible things that were happening to employees there. It ended up resulting in some uh, former past and present employees wanting to file a lawsuit mm -hmm. against their employer for the conditions in which they were working. And then Riot said, okay, but we're going to do a, pri a private uh, forced arbitration. Because that's the contract you signed. Because that's <laughs> the contract you signed. Yeah. Um, and so the reaction to that is that a bunch of Riot Games employees, weirdly with the permission from their management, because that's the world we live in, where it's like, you play your games. <laughs> you may go riot from 4.30 to 5.15. Yeah. Back at your desks by 5.16. Yeah, go go um, to the protest zone. But uh, but they they did organize a uh, riot riot. And, it was um, a quiet riot. It was a quiet <laughs> riot, yeah. Where they basically got together and discussed what they wanted, which is to remove forced arbitrations completely from past, present, and future employees. Mm -hmm. And uh, Riot actually, I think, reached out to Kotaku and some of their management team said like, oh, well, we're not gonna do it anymore. We're just gonna let the ones that are happening now yeah. kind of like finish out. out, which new is like- New employees don't mm, yeah. subject yeah. to Don't worry, we'll change contract. it in the future. But this stuff, if we're gonna keep, we just need to finish what we're working on now. And people are still very upset about that because obviously that's not what they want. Yeah. Um, and uh, this kind of leads into a whole series of labor practices in game studios, which have been a popular discussion as of late. Um, yesterday, um, based on the time of recording, oh, and Monday, Monday, yeah, Monday. Uh, on Inside Gaming, uh, you guys also covered the state of development at NetherRealm, which is yet another yeah. expose came out, I believe a variety expose about the working conditions there. Mm -hmm. It's pretty similar. Mirror some of the things that we heard about Riot. It was a lot. A it was a lot ago. of crunch uh, related stuff. So meaning like a lot of crazy overtime, mm -hmm. seven days a week work. There was sexism involved. Yeah. Just uh, I, th I think the emphasis in, at, for Mortal Kombat was more of crunch. Mm -hmm. But either way, they're both bad. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Abusive situations. A lot of contractors being lured to work more with the promise of being hired on as full time. Yeah. And, whether or which, not that comes to fruition. Which is something Lawrence talked about, and I think is something we can all, I guess, talk personally about, because I think everyone here has worked a contract job where they do dangle that carrot. Um, it's happening to someone I know very personally right now, they're doing that, where mm -hmm. a company has had this person, this person in particular, for two years mm -hmm. uh, on a contract, which I think is illegal. Oh, I mean, yeah. Well, I if it's a different it for, contract. Yeah, yeah. they call it permalance. Four but, years. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I did. For Viacom, right? Yeah, I was... No. I was it's, but, it's interesting because yeah. you're not you're not supposed to. I think it's like 18 months is how long yeah. that should be. But they get around it. Every large like company that I've seen somehow gets around. Fire it. you and rehire you. I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've that's wondered. I don't know how they do it, but they get around know. it. Yeah, there were so many people at G4. I remember who'd get caught in a layoff and then rehired. Yep. And so I was like, why do they? Oh, and then yeah. also the way G4 had it. I think we've talked about this before, but G4 is owned by Comcast, mm -hmm. but then they had a separate group called Fog. Which was like, oh, well, that's the contract group you're part of. Or they'll reach out to a contract group that will then hire you to work at this company so mm -hmm. that you don't get any benefits. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's a great it's a great system, especially when we don't really have healthcare in this country. There's a whole different debate. But it's like, you kind of have to get it from your employer or get it in some other way. So 
when you get contracted, you don't get any of those mm-hmm. beautiful things. So yeah. don't break your fucking arm that's, while you're working here. because yeah. That's the big difference yeah. between just in this country, at least, between a contractor and a full-time employee is that you are not eligible to a lot of the benefits and rights that a full-time employee would have, namely health insurance, yeah. 401k, retirement plans, Pay time it's off. Pay time off. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. a different sick sick days. If you're not there, you just don't get paid. Yeah. Like, um, and that stuff costs a lot of money per employee. That adds up. Yeah. And so, at least in California and in this country, in this in industry especially, I know that all four of us here have, not coincidentally, been subject to that. Yeah. Yeah, um, I've been in situations where I was hired on as a full time employee, and generally there's a a probation period of like six months to anywhere up to a year mm-hmm. where they can say, well, you're a full-time employee, but we're going to wait until you actually are here for six months before we can, we're going to give you those benefits. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was at a little place called Machinima <laughs> right before those benefits kicked in, they laid me off. Oh, nice. And then Good I got job. brought back as a contractor. Oh, how convenient. And then, uh, and then right as, right as they were about to get in trouble for um, that That's- overstepping because there were a lot of contractors there, they yeah. they hired us out to a different company. I remember that. Yeah. That we just worked at Machinima, and then so then that just basically started a new loop that we were stuck in, and it wasn't yeah. until like we as a group kind of did some negotiating that a lot of us got pulled on. It's the American dream, man. For full full time. <laughs> it's always you always have to threaten to leave the company. Yeah. Before they're like, the, okay, all right, all right. The all games right. you have to play. But I, I think also yeah. to this, because like most it seems like I don't I'm only really familiar with the gaming industry and the entertainment industry. Those are the industries in which I feel like I've spent the most time working. Mm-hmm. And I think it has something to do with the Idea that if you don't want to do it, someone else will. Five people will cr- dive to have that job. I've, I've had that vocalized to yep. me in meetings. Yeah, where they, like they've said it out loud to like a group of us. Yeah, they've been like, if you guys don't want to be here, then you know what? We've got five other people waiting in line. Yeah, and they're gonna take your jobs. Yeah, and mm-hmm. to me, like when I was younger, it threatened me. Um, but the older that I get, the more I'm like, ah, you know, I guess if they want to pay someone less. With less experience, mm-hmm. I can find a job somewhere else. That's yeah. the way I. Say. And they go, don't go. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. exactly. Wait, no, or they do, or they do say, go ahead, and then yeah. the everything suffers. Yeah, I mean, well, that yeah. we've the, walked away from situations where we were yeah. like, listen, you, yeah, you can replace us with something worse. The the, the inside game but, walk away was the best thing ever because we said we're gonna leave, and then they told us, yeah, but we can replace you because we mm-hmm. still have the name, idiot, and we're like. Okay. Yeah. We're like, yeah. Yeah, okay, let's do that. And then so then we left. And then everyone got mad at the guy who said it was okay for us to leave because they still had sold content that they were on the hook for. That's so they, they're like, oh, fuck. So they had to scramble, get people to do a podcast that was already pre-sold. They did it. And then immediately got all the dislikes. And they went, what's going on? We, it's the same name. Why you don't, I don't understand. And yeah. I was like, well, that was a good, that's, that's a nice lesson that was, well, it was cemented in history, but now it's off. YouTube, damn it. Yeah, they removed every evidence of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. It's up here though. I'm like uh, Bran. I'll just I'll be yeah. the, I'll be the history. It it is it is a weird situation because at least these two game places that we've referenced appear to be very, very successful. Riot at and what they're doing. Absolutely. Riot yeah. is basically an ATM yeah. printing money yeah. for the last ridic- uh, they've made one game. That has made them so much money over I don't even know how a longer Ten lifespan years. than yeah. GTA like like 
how when did GTA 5 come? Like in terms of uh, money making machines well, no, that you right. can 2009, make. 2009, 2010, I think is when League of Legends came out. So yeah. like, yeah. that's beta before that. Massive. Yeah. yeah. Like that is 2,500 employees. They have. It's that's insane. Yeah, but it doesn't matter if you don't take care of them. Well, that's the. Oh no no, I'm just yeah. saying that's how much they've grown. No yeah yeah. Where it's like they have one game, but. And it's, it's so weird because you you should assume that these breakdowns should happen when a company is struggling to stay afloat or break even, not when they're uh, flush with cash. No, I mean, well, it's it's like maybe it's a, a snake eating its tail. Like, why are they flush with cash? Oh, true. it's because they're exploiting that's their employees. Point. They're cultivating a work <laughs> yeah. culture where they want their employees to be there around the clock. So they're giving mm. them this like great oasis that you can come and live in this office, but you're living in that mm -hmm. office. Yeah, and it's just like yep. there's it's like the Wolf Wall Street sort of thing. They were all thriving, mm -hmm. um, but then it becomes a boys' club, and then just like shit gets unchecked, and it's. That seems to be what's happening here is that like, and I've seen this happen, like this was happening early machinima days where it's like, people were like, we're going to live forever. And they just do crazy <laughs> shit. All you know, our kids are going to college. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, they're like, when this place sells, I'm going to be so rich. What do you mean I'm fired? Like, yeah. it is, or what do you mean? What's a stock split? Uh, yeah. What does mm -hmm. that mean? But that's. Well, the, the point, here's the point I made in the inside game, but I'll say it again because it's really important is generally companies are going to take advantage of you. Generally speaking. Almost every company is going to take advantage of you in some way or another, small ways, big ways, whatever. And they're going to do it for as long as they can until this kind of stuff happens, until someone like they organize and people walk out and then and then everybody goes, all right, like Tencent, who's probably, I think, a majority stakeholder in Riot or at least they're a stakeholder. Now they're paying attention. Mm -hmm. Now they're like, OK, well, we got to fix this. Mm -hmm. Or but the company got away with well, it for so long yeah. and they made a ton of money doing it. Yeah. And that's that's what's that's what's always bugged me is that they didn't try to correct it along the way. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I think the maybe not the entertainment industry so much. Well, maybe maybe the new media side of it if we want to make that its own subsection, but I think mm -hmm. the entertainment and the gaming industry are fledgling enough that the employees working there are naive enough to think that their employer is the one that's going to protect them. Cuz again, People did voluntarily sign this yeah. contract, yeah, yeah. but they probably didn't know what they were getting into when they did sign it. Sure. You know, there's an accountability issue, but that doesn't mean that you can't take action and then change things to protect yourself in the future or the people that come after you. Mm -hmm. And so, like, you know, a lot of this has brought up questions of unions. Do we do you need a third party to step mm -hmm. in and say what is and isn't fair between you and your employer in some of these industries? Because while they've managed to grow and flourish, it hasn't been at the cost of nothing, you know? Yeah. Well, most companies, most, will have some sort of human resources department, HR for short, but what a lot of people forget is that HR is there to protect the company, mm -hmm. yep. yes. not you. Always. Mm -hmm. So um, another example, I won't say the place, pretty big place, a friend of mine works there and he's, uh, this person, I said he, doesn't matter, uh, has issued many HR complaints about basically being abused by someone else. And the company is more than willing to just kind of push it under the rug and just be like, maybe we just move you away from this person. And it's like, but I still have to see them in the hallway and they basically walk next to me to my car and threaten me. And they're like, yeah, they're like, yeah, yeah, but let's keep it quiet. And you're still condoning like, like mm -hmm. letting that person keep their job. You're saying that it's okay. That yeah. And it's, it's, and that, that's a, it's a pretty big corporation where this person works and it's like, that's so obvious there where it's like they're the company trying to protect itself and not mm -hmm. the person. So it sounded like happened at Riot, actually. And a lot of people were upset about the forced arbitration because yeah. it didn't expose the person who was in leadership. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. the person who was being sexist or abusing them sexually wasn't exposed. And so even in forced private arbitration, they don't get to say 
it's this person. They should be losing their job mm-hmm. or they, they should be, you know, like somewhere else away from me. And Riot was just like, yeah, you're seeing signs whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. in the riots at Riot where someone has a sign that says, um, you know, I exposed my abuser and they got a promotion. Mm-hmm. And I think what's what's interesting to me about Riot is uh, crunch, I think, happens across the industry to varying degrees. Yeah. I think sexism happens, but it's so weird. Like, I don't know what happened. What? what the fuck went down at Riot that they have this degree of sexist culture or, or I guess an abundance in it, or that people are, are really that uh, affected by it that they're yeah. vocalizing it and walking out because like, I, think, I, I think I don't it's, know. I think it's something that's led by example. Yes. And from what, I'm, from what it sounds like, allegedly the CEO and the top brass has this sort of bro-ish attitude. That's sort of what's happening. When you do that, young impressionable people coming to go oh that's okay mm-hmm. so when sure. it's like a young kid seeing their dad talk shitty to a waitress it's instilled in their mind that oh this is okay i can do this when you shouldn't or it's bros hiring their bros that's that true that happen Fr- friends so, friends. so like mine yeah so when people know. are farting on each other and whipping their dicks out and doing all this <laughs> weird stuff that i'm sure is probably on the the scale of somewhat normal things that have been going at this uh this boys boys and not girls club um yeah, I think people around there, impressionable people, tend to think that's okay and they're going to go with the flow and there's sort of a mob mentality there. I'm, I, oh, I was just going to say, I, I do think like it is a, a company that has made moves to like bring women into their workforce. Like, Re- recently they have, yeah. I, well, years, I can't years be, ago, a friend of mine uh, tried hiring me at Riot. <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you. I know what you're thinking. Elise Willems, employable at Riot. It was for like a scheduling position. It Full wasn't a creative position. Know, uh, your macros <laughs> <laughs> it was it was it was a purely non-creative position, which is why I was. I assume I was you were in some sort of like jester. They wanted like, me for the mocap. Yeah. Of the, oh, wow. Um, like, we had this character with a, a spine that's all over the place. <laughs> they said, "Crawl around in that corner. <laughs> put these balls over your body. Yeah. You're um, gonna be our Doug Jones." Yeah. <laughs> but. uh so it did seem like they like, and he even said like, "Well, you know, we want to get more women in the company." And this would have been like four years ago, maybe. Well, but that, I mean, some of that is compensatory, right? Like it's optics. They just want to be like, "We got well, women." Well, it's not optics, but if oh. you understand that there's a certain culture and you want to change that culture, so you make it your prerogative to hire counter to that culture. Mm-hmm. It's like here how we're totally fine and not sexist, so we just don't hire women. <laughs> It's easier that way. <laughs> We've hired two. <laughs> Possibly three. Prove it. We've let others in the building. <laughs> I, I will, we're small enough, though. And, yeah, I mean, it, I don't know if it's hypocritical or whatever, but, like, we never looked at each other and went, we need more women here. It's, like, it sort of worked out that way, I mm-hmm. guess. And we're, we're like, I mean, we also don't like bears. So, like. So we don't hire any more bears. No, I mean, so we don't hire oh. more women so the bears don't come to oh. our office. <laughs> All I remember. You're staring at a leaf. All you I guys remember. make me take that birth control that, or I don't get a period for a year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's because of the bears, Elise. You don't want to be around that. <laughs> God damn it. So go through our trash. I'm going to go to Riot for better work conditions. See, <laughs> here's the thing. If Elise was anyone else, this would be sexual harassment. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> Friday, I signed a contract, forced arbitration. Uh, okay. At least, at least, just so you know, for the record, Lisa said way worse things to us than we've ever said to her. You it's say just, that a lot. It's, it's always behind closed say, doors. Always says that. Yeah, I don't think it's true. Or she'll say it from her car while driving by. <laughs> well, well, I, okay, we got a lot to get through. So, I mean, I, I don't really, we don't really have like a final takeaway on this, other than if you are someone in an industry like just, I think, the general motif of 
like understand that you have to take care of yourself and maybe take care of the person next to you right. with the hopes that they'll take care of you too because those are the strongest bonds that you're going to find in especially industries like this but kind of almost every single Facet corporate thing yeah. corporations are great for a lot of reasons or reasons end game <laughs> and simpsons on disney plus yeah but other than that uh-huh. like they're also there to maximize to squeeze the sponges yeah. as hard as possible are so, you are you worried about being blacklisted because of all your communist ideas and thoughts uh that you're I, clearly leaning towards do you mean socialist yeah, he's more of a commie. He's a commie? I think, I think, I think more so. Of a but I, I still think no. like there's a right Social. masculinity that's not toxic. Like if men want to embrace their masculine signs. You men, know. If men want to embrace, you mean like hug and kiss? Well, we well what she's time. talking about is <laughs> wellness, Bruce. Oh. She's talking about wellness. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we a full kiss. head of hair oh. and a large erect penis. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Elise. No problem. <laughs> I'm on it this week. Last week I wasn't. Um, we live in a wellness age. This ain't the 50s anymore, no matter how much Lawrence wishes it were. And wellness <laughs> means feeling comfortable in how you feel uh, and how you look. Enter Hims, a wellness brand specifically for men. Uh, you've heard us talking about Hims in the past and how they are helping guys look their best. If you haven't yet, it's time to see what they're all about. 66% of men start to lose their hair by age 35. Uh, once you've noticed uh, thinning hair, it can be too late. The best way to prevent more hair loss is to do something about it while you still have some left. We ain't fixing monks. See those monks with the thing? Can't do nothing about that. Nope. That's how they were born. But if you notice, if you're seeing some early signs of that, then then you can actually take action. Um, and that action doesn't have to be weird solutions that you find at a gas station or next to the condom dispenser and a rest stop. Um, there's actual medicine and actual science that can help you feel more like you. Um, Forhims.com is a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. Um, Hims is helping guys be the best version of themselves with licensed physicians and FDA-approved products to help treat hair loss, but we also recommend you check with your own doctor before starting any of these plans. These do change the way your body works and you wanna make sure your body is still going to work as well as possible if you decide to use one of these plans. That being said, if you prefer to go through your own primary care provider, that's fantastic, and you can bring your prescription to Hims to have your medication shipped directly to your door at a fraction of the cost and time you'll get at a brick and mortar pharmacy. Um, so order now because Dude Soup viewers can get started with their Hims Complete Hair Kit for just $5 today. I believe the Complete Hair Kit comes with biotin gummies, uh, a topical solution and a finasteride, which is the ingestible pill. Mm-hmm. So it's it's everything that's supposed to get your hair growing and looking fine. Um, you can get yours for just five dollars today, right now, while supplies last and subjective or subject to doctor's approval, of course. Uh, see website for full details and safety information. This could cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy somewhere else. Go to forhims.com slash dude, D-U-D-E. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash dude, forhims.com slash dude. Thank you for your sponsorship. How much time do we have? I feel like we... What does you want? Yeah, right? like five, ten minutes? Five, ten minutes? Ah, you make the podcast a little bit longer, the post show a little bit shorter. Well... (laughs) We have yeah. one. You guys want to talk about Marvel amusement parks? Oh yeah, yeah. sure. Let's talk about it real quick, and yes. then I have a game that I want to play with everyone. Great, real quick. 
Do you know when Nintendo Land is opening up in Japan? It's 2020, but I don't know when. Oh, for Olympics? Also, Akira. Uh, Akira. Akira. Akira um, predicted the 2020 Olympics in Japan. Watch Movie details. It. Wow. I mean, I do want to go to that Nintendo Land. <laughs> Why are you staring at me? Because it takes place in 2019, and they're building the stadium, and it's on top of Akira. Uh -huh. <laughs> I say Akira. I'm sorry. I say Kaneda. I'm sorry. Gaijin. Canada. It, it, it sounds like Canada the whole time, right? Anyway, timely. Let's talk about Marvel. I wish there was a perfect <laughs> There should be a perfect version where the guy who voices Leonardo is still Canada. And uh, what was the Black Ranger? New Black Ranger. New old Black Ranger. Well, oh they did God. a redo. Really, we don't have it. enough time. They redid <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New it, Ranger, but, new Black Ranger, yeah. new Black Ranger. I know who he's talking about. Not the, one, sure not the one missing the guy, his finger. The, the guy who voices uh, Trigon, Vash Stampede. Oh, yeah. is it the same? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, and, but I wish there, because I like the original Kaneda voice. Oh. But then I also appreciated that they did the pronunciation right in the one when they revoiced it, remastered it. Instead of saying Kaneda. There's a perfect version out there for me if someone wants to do that. But they combine it all. Anyway, <laughs> speaking of cool things in 2020, Marvel Amusement Park is coming. This isn't new news. We've known for a while. Um, this is actually from a very long time ago, this premiere video. But um, Disneyland Parks is cashing in on Marvel yet again in yeah. new uh, immersive forms, and they're adding them to their theme parks. They're mm -hmm. making uh, it a major part of their Hong Kong Paris and Anaheim parks. That's us. Yeah. Um, that's and us again. We get Star Wars Land and Marvel Land. That's right. And we got the Guardians ride before anyone else. That's right. Wow. But um, the adventure's only beginning, according to 23 News Bakersfield. Big old question mark over that. <laughs> uh, they, get the, they get the hot exclusives. Cool. Um, Disneyland Parks at California Adventures is set to receive a Marvel upgrade in 2020. Uh, this process started back in May of 2017 with the opening of Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Great ride, by the way. Which is a great ride. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people are upset that it, it killed Twilight, Twilight Zone. Zone. Who cares? It's the same thing. But <laughs> Mission Breakout is really good. I enjoy thing. it a lot. I wish it was maybe 50% longer, but it's super yeah. cool, and the building's super cool, and if you ever ride in on Halloween, it's even better. If you go to Disney in Tokyo... They don't even have Twilight Zone. It's like based on like a jade monkey or something. Oh, <laughs> it's weird. Oh, no. <laughs> well, it's great because there's no translation, so it's just mm -hmm. all in Japanese. And they're like, yeah. it's like, oh, kanji. And then yeah. all of a sudden this mask lights up and everyone goes, ah! Oh. Like, I don't know what the fuck <laughs> happened. That's awesome. <laughs> but not everything comes without a, a cost, correct, James? Is that this? Ad read? That's a good Bugs Life. Good segue. Oh, well, I was going to do my own segue. Oh, no, we're okay, losing out. We're losing well, out. I was saying, do you, a Bugs Land? I was going to ask you well, guys. Spacey ruined that. Because we're losing yeah. a Bugs Life to get Marvel. Marvel Land. So what? Settle Who down. Cares? Settle down. Okay. Can I, I say who cares more to this? I mean, Bugs think, Life did say, come out. Do you think that they're doing this? No. A because Marvel is a multi-billion-dollar property that's going to make them. Got it. A multiple. multiple that's A. Okay. Or obvious because choice. Kevin Spacey's in Bugs. That's Life. the one. Yeah. He's, you think it's that? He's still Ricketts or whatever his name is. Hopper. That's his Hopper. name. <laughs> Ricketts. It's because he is a cricket. Right. He's uh, he the jiggler. I think think he's yeah. Yeah, the, the crickets at Yelp so, Dance. Just so you guys know, Hong Great. Kong already got the jump on us oh. yet again. Come yeah. on, Hong Kong. Wait, it's already open? Well, they, they're going to get a major upgrade, but they've already started getting bits and pieces, kind of like we got Guardians of the Galaxy. Sure. They got an Iron
Iron Man ride it's, and an Ant Man ride. They, neither of them look like, great. But. I saw, yeah, I saw some. Of, <laughs> oh. I saw some of the Iron Man one. It's kind of like Star Tours. It, yeah, it's like a Star Tours ride is or it, the the Transformers ride. It feels like a universal. Oh, yeah, I don't know the size fair. of the park that they're dealing with here. What you want for an Iron Man ride, and this is where I think the fun part comes. Okay, because I love speculating about amusement parks, themed yes. amusement parks, like what Nintendo Land. The endless possibilities, but I Go-karts. think the Iron Man ride should be <laughs> Some read ride. like you're you're you know you're lying in a like thing. And you're in tone like a Pepper Potts you know. type. Right? Wait, what? You're you're putting yourself <laughs> oh. in a suit? Well, you're lying. You know, like when you're on a Skyflyer type ride where oh, you're like lying yeah. in your stomach. So you want a physical roller coaster? Yeah, you think you should be on a roller coaster? You want to get inside something else that someone else was sweating in? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Every time. I, sure. New, with new technology that allows you to hover. Because that roller coaster just keep going, but imagine yeah. if there's a roller coaster that came to something that stopped. Oh yeah, and made you feel like you're floating. Tony Stark's wild ride. And then you ride. turned around and you and go back the other way. I want a suit. Look, hear me out. I want okay. a suit yeah. that I can get into that has rocket boots and blasters on the hands mm-hmm. and and a something like a computer in my eyes okay. that mm-hmm. I can fly around like a jet. Can I have that? Uh, let's see. You have to wait nine hours. Uh, <laughs> well, they, it's an individual experience. They could probably put you in a helmet. And then it put you in a thing that just moves around. I just want to be Iron Man. Oh, and I, being well, Iron Man is not like Star Tours. Uh, it looks can... like the best you're gonna get. Oh, now, th- no. so this is the Ant Man ride. I want to jerk off a gun. This, this is, is the Ant Man ride. Basically, the Buzz Lightyear blaster. <laughs> I don't know what it has to. I watched some of it. I don't know what any of it has to do with Ant Man because everything looks large. <laughs> and that that's uh, that's Doc Ox. Uh... But I mean, have faith huh. because you saw the Tron ride, right? That Tron ride looks great. That's Shanghai, right? I know, yeah. yeah. So there's possibilities. But anyway, this is just the f- early phases of things, and we're going to kind of get there. Okay. Uh, Paris and Anaheim currently have scheduled a Spider-Man ride. What are you doing a Spider-Man ride? Which is They've supposedly leaked. And I guess I haven't been on it, but at the Pixar Pier, there's like oh. a, a Toy Story ride. The, this thing? I don't, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> it's the, it's the, the gun you jerk off. <laughs> The gun you jerk off. Yeah, it's like you're in. The, I think we all did this. You run on the three goggles. You're, you're spinning around. It's the, the shooting gallery. You do, you it pull. is a shooting gallery. Yeah, yeah I you do this. We, I've never done. I've never done you it. Pull the thing. But yeah, people yeah. are saying that that may be the framework. Yeah. Something like that may be the framework for the Spider-Man ride. That's but you're going to have a thwip gun. Like you're going to be oh, so you shooting jerk off webbing. Spider-Man. So you'll be shooting webbing or something like that. There's blueprints. <laughs> I mean, you're already shooting understand. webbing on the, <laughs> the Pixar Pier, but yeah. Well, the, because the part at the end when Buzz is like, "Faster, I'm almost finished," and you're mm-hmm. like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> so other, moms are really good at it. Other than <laughs> Bruce's ride, where there's a fully fledged Iron Man suit, and he's the only one that gets to wear it in the whole park. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna what, have uh, Hawkeye's house. Oh, Hawkeye's house. Yeah. <laughs> house. You can go spy it's on his empty. family. Yeah. Completely like Every once in a while you hear him come in and then disappear. Real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Uh, I just don't know. Like, like I, I tell you, look, what? you tell me if I'm being too jaded. Okay. I, I feel like Marvel is just going to be like, oh, cool, Marvel. You're going to go and see an Iron Man suit. You're like, whoa, neat. And then it's going to be Star Tours again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like with Star Wars Land, I'm like, oh, I really, I'm really excited about Star Wars Land. And then show up and it's going to be. Star Tours again. When and I'm I, like, fuck. When I thought about Nintendo Land, I was like, oh, they could do a Luigi's Mansion that's like a haunted oh, mansion sort of thing. Idea. They could do a Mario Kart thing where you're in like oh, the yeah, carts yeah. and it's like almost like a cars ride. Like, mm-hmm. I just feel like there's a lot of potential with this, maybe. What could you be? Well, I, I, I think I'm just, I'm thinking older mm-hmm. because I'm older, obviously. And sure. They did a really cool thing with uh, innovations a few years back when Disney first bought Marvel that, you know, you know, innovations is the big 
circle thing in Tomorrowland that's like, oh, yeah. it's mm -hmm. basically a sales vehicle for like Windows 7 or XP mm -hmm. or whatever they had for years. It's like, it's, it's a weird thing where like, try out new technology, like a Segway. Like it's, it's 2012. Mm -hmm. why, are we, why are you? And they're like, well, they bought it for five years, so <laughs> they have to do it. So they turned it into like Stark's Innovations. And it's like, you got to see all the suits of armor mm -hmm. and all that stuff. Yeah. So it's like, I think Immersive doing like, yeah, doing like, doing cool, Avengers Tower. Yeah, whatever. stuff like, like going to like, if, Imagine the Stark Foundation did like a uh, a museum that was like dedicated to the Avengers. I think they even have something like that in Vegas where like try to pull Thor's hammer. I, you know what I'd do? I'd get a leather jacket and a hat and I'd just go stare at Bucky's. It's <laughs> like all the time to see if any kids like notice me. I just for, yeah. um, I'm, well, I mean, we were talking right before this started about how we kind of all want to go to Harry Potter again, yeah. despite yeah. the fact that there is basically no rides. There's yeah. one ride that's okay, it's and like, then another ride that's a child's ride. It's like Buckbeak's Escape, and Buck then Buckbeak's Revenge. It's, escape it's from Snape. It's hippogriff, but I call it Buckbeak's Revenge. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's funnier um, that he's mad. So, because <laughs> I do think knowing knowing California Adventures, they ain't a lot of space left over there. I mean, they can maybe knock down some small mom and pop businesses. They just need to, to do like a water world that's the uh, Gladiator Arena from Thor Ragnarok. Oh, they that's do, a great like, a, idea. A show, Thor and Hulk. Cool. Yeah, That'd be yeah. Cool. Just that's watch a great Hulk idea. kill people. But it's a 3D hologram. Mm -hmm. That'd be fun. I mean, there's already the ride in Ragnarok where he's in it, and then the Grandmaster's yeah. telling you all about right. yeah, the kind you, of stuff. Oh man, if you entered the park in a Grandmaster thing, and the Grandmaster's yeah. like, "Oh, you are coming to Jeff Goldblum's yeah. talking yeah. to you." A Thor ride would be great. The first one's kind of the first part of it's kind of interesting. It's like more mm -hmm. just a, a snore, yeah. and then it ends on it a high note. Awesome, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's great. And then there's like candy stands at the end, so that way you can shovel your face full of candy. You buy Infinity the pops. Or <laughs> I, I I think this is definitely going to be an immersion. Type of park. Yeah. Well, that's Wait. what they're doing with Galaxy's Edge. Mm -hmm. At least they're trying. Because there's but, only two rides, right? Yeah, it's like but two it's, rides. Then you can one of the other ones. Yeah, but they're doing the stuff where it's like all the Pepsi or Coke bottles, or whatever, like these weird, like alien shapes and stuff. But I mean, also there's going to be just so many people. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not I, even. Did you get I, your tickets? No, I didn't even know it opened. Oh, I was yeah. I was at that YouTube thing. Yeah, I mean, and then it closed, and I was like sad. I oh, I wish Jacob the best. Mm -hmm. I know he got his tickets, and he's going to go do it. But it's like. I also appreciate all the hard work they put in making it immersive. But when you're just a sardine, mm -hmm. you're like, oh, wow, the Millennium Falcon. And 18 people are trying to get selfies with it. It's mm -hmm. probably, but that's our fault. Here's the thing. We need to go to fucking Disneyland when that's going on. Because then we go to the other parts of the park. It'll be empty. I probably won't be empty. Disneyland's, anytime someone's like, Disneyland will be empty. That only means it's like 80% capacity. Yeah, yeah. But that's still way better. It's um, never a line for Lincoln. I'll tell you that. Yeah, you're right. Gives that speech. I just wish they would update it to make it sound like how he really did. Because like they use that actor's voice, or it's very like, Hello, Hello oh, yeah. I am Lincoln. But in fact, he was like, hey, y'all. Well, that's Daniel Day-Lewis's interpretation of Lincoln. Did he do the the hick? I didn't ever saw the movie. I think he does like a higher pitch like it's, Lincoln. It's a higher pitch voice. He's not a hick, but it's a higher pitch voice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It should be more hickish. It should it be like, hickish. Wasn't he from Indiana? No, Illinois. It's, Illinois, it was, that's it. He, whatever. Aaron Lincoln was said to have a pretty high pitch voice. Like yeah. it was like. Yeah. He he, he kind of sounded like a like a little bit like a woman. He was the original Doug Jones. He just happened to be president. About Judd, that's Doug weird, because he's a tall, lanky weirdo. That's the where you go. That's the only place. He hunted vampires. <laughs> Are you talking Link about Lincoln or Doug Jones? <laughs> Who's the difference? I read Lincoln in the Bardo a few months ago, and now all I can think about is his like son that died and how he kept digging him up. 
Lincoln died and then they like put him in a mausoleum and then Lincoln would keep going and being like take him out I want to see him <laughs> what? Like, really? holding him and stuff oh. and it's like Lincoln you know calm yeah. down the, the he's stage dead. five clinger okay <laughs> he's gone you know but that's now all I think about when I think about Abraham Lincoln mm-hmm. <laughs> that's digging up that boy that's dig good. up my boy not freeing the slaves yeah. Yeah. good job son good job number 16 but what if they had a Nick Fury instead of like the the Hall of Presidents. It's just mm. Nick Nick Fury. No, and he's oh oh yeah. I want you <laughs> yeah. for, for the, the Avengers. Avengers. I Hail am a Hydra. I am a spy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cup. It's a prop. Um, okay, well, I'm glad everyone's super excited about that. Sure, we sure, man. We can play this on the post show. I need I need no. more things to escape. Relegated from. to the post show? Are you kidding me? Okay, Absolutely not. We have a little bit more time. Omar, you stay in your seat. <laughs> Is he shuffling? No, he was fine. He's got ants in his Um, I want to play a little game. You can't look. At least you can't You're look. You're cheating. I want to play a little game. She already kind of cheated. It didn't um, cheat. She cheated. Um, I'll explain to you what he means by so cheated. So, yesterday, a Twitter account, um, Alan underscore Cheapshot, posted a thread on Twitter with a bunch of stories about Vince McMahon. True stories hmm. about Vince McMahon and the kind of psychopath that he is. Some are endearing. Yeah. Others are just strange oddities. Sure. And because now the lines have blurred so much that there is no use even going to movie details because it's all trash, I've decided to start a new game to wrap out my Dude Soup podcast hosting gigs, which is guess the story. I'm going to read a Vince McMahon story and you tell me if it's made up or true. Okay. Okay. Um, now, what he means by cheated is, I had found this thread of my own uh, volition so yesterday, so I already know what's in the thread. Yeah, but they've been adding more stuff. It's been it's been ongoing. No so cheating. I, I went through the whole thing. When did they add more things? Just ongoing. <laughs> no it's cheating. Been ongoing. No I cheating. was pulling stuff when? this afternoon. <laughs> she, she wants you to prove it. So just so you know, it, show me. you're not safe. You're not safe. Okay, we'll see. So she'll have a little bit of an advantage. You'll we'll just see. have to answer last. Is that fair? Yeah, I mean, I don't have to answer it all, but... No, you need to answer. And if you're not familiar with Vince McMahon, he's the head of the uh, WWE. He's like the, he's like the original McFeer. He's known to be crazy. Yeah. He's kind of, yeah, he's... Yeah. Um, Maybe the steroids. What? Or the money. What do you think made him go crazy? I think he's just made that way, okay. honestly. Okay, story number one. We'll just say if you think it is true or false. Vince once raced a former WWE writer on an open highway. Vince boxed him in so that we, so that way he, the writer, was heading straight for road construction. The writer had to slam on the brakes to avoid an accident. Vince sped off having won the race by almost killing a guy. Okay. So, Adam? Uh, that sounds true. That sounds true to me. It's true. It is true. Oh, yes. It's true. She knew already. Oh, yeah, I had read that one. That was a pretty crazy story. Here's, here's, true to me. here's a quick one. Vince hates nodding. Like nodding? In yes. agreement. Okay. I thought, that, I thought he just had a thick neck. Like he can't do it. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen him nod. Okay. I think that's true. I'm going to say true as well. It's true. It is true. Okay. It, There's like, more to the story in that a new writer was hired um, by Stephanie McMahon 
And in the meeting, he was trying to show that he was paying attention to the things that Vince McMahon was saying. So he was nodding along with him (laughs) until Stephanie pulled him quietly out of the office and said, you got to stop doing that because Vince hates nodding. She said he hates yes men, except he surrounds himself with yes men. Yeah, the the extension meeting, yeah, that Mm -hmm. he hates yes men. And then ultimately the guy was like, oh, okay. And then he was fired like two weeks later. Oh, no. (laughs) All right. Um, Vince once hosted a WWE event at the Central Florida Zoo and Botanical Gardens. Wrestlers and executives were given a backstage tour of the zoo's facility, but the event ended abruptly when Vince was observed antagonizing a western lowland gorilla. <laughs> I mean, it could have been a mirror. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> I'm going to say false. I'm going to say false. I'm going to go with false on that one. It's false or it's one of these supposed new ones that yeah. you added. Or maybe it was like a silverback or something uh, like that. Maybe I guess I'll say it's true. It's, I, it's false. Oh, it's false. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it <laughs> That's a great story though. <laughs> yeah. It definitely wasn't in the thread, but I, it sounds I do like, like the, something he would do. Yeah. Yeah. I do like the idea that there was maybe like a funhouse mirror and it went, hey, hey, you, <laughs> you gorilla. That's, gorilla. That's a Vince McMahon story that I made up that may be true. But is not was not in the thread. <laughs> he doesn't um, seem like someone who'd antagonize something he knows that could kill him. Ooh, no, that's completely untrue. Yeah, I don't know about that yeah. one. No. Really? Well, here we yeah. go. All right, let's continue. Yeah. <laughs> Vince invited Mark Henry to a workout session. Now, Mark Henry is Strong this man. Extre- he's, the, he's considered the strongest man in the world, oh. and it isn't uh, wrestling fluff. He's won Olympic powerlifting and strongman competitions. He's one of the strongest human beings on the planet. Okay. Um, Vince tried to outrep him on every exercise. <laughs> Henry went along with it because he's competitive and even admitted that Vince Vince tested him a little bit. Mark says that he actually quit before Vince did. Vince then phoned Mark in great pain and admitted that he had made a terrible mistake. That sounds true. It sounds false because I I don't I don't I can't think of Vince McMahon admitting defeat. It's mm-hmm. true to me. Mm-hmm. It's true. And I can imagine exactly how you go, oh, Mark, I made a big mistake. Yep. It actually does sound like something. It's true. Is it it true? is true, yes. Okay. It sounds like Vince McMahon would be the type of man at some point in his life. The older he gets, the more he's probably like, I should I should admit I that mean, I'm wrong. He cried during that Andre the Giant documentary. But I, once again, I think he was thinking about how happy he was of all the money he made uh, when he made that poor man who yeah. so was dying. He is passionate. He seems so passionate. He's definitely passionate. I mean, That's a word. There's, there's other people who are pretty passionate. Is there a baby oh, in here? I hear, I hear talking. Um, There's whispers. All right, here noise. we go. We got a couple. We only got three more. All right. Oh, my. During a WWE party, Vince stood in front of a crowd of people and shouted that he loves snow cones after having having already eaten 10. I don't, I don't know why that would be false. true. I'm saying false. I remember him shouting that he loves snow cones, but I don't recall it saying that he had eaten 10. So it's one of those ones where it's like he only ate nine. Yes, he did. The tweet did say that he stood in front of a party and said that he loved (laughs) snow cones, but I don't recall him eating 10. Did you make up the 10 part? It is true. I did not make up the 10 part. Okay. Okay. He threw a party, said that specifically snow cones had to be present. Okay. He proceeded to eat 10 co- snow cones and then stood in front of everyone and shouted it's about how ice, he loves snow just cones. just ice with sugar on it. I read, right? this, I read this thread at 5 in the morning. Mm-hmm. What were you doing up? <laughs> I mean, I just, I just wake up in the night. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. We got two more. All right. Jim Ross once farted in a car with Gerald Briscoe. Jim Ross is an announcer and, mm-hmm. you know, longtime commentator friend of the show producer and gerald briscoe is also a behind the stage producer on the show which made briscoe start gagging and throwing up 
Vince heard about that, so backstage at Raw one night, he tried to fart and make Briscoe puke. It backfired and Vince shit his pants. <laughs> so many details in that story that it like, I think it's true. I'm going false. I'm going false. That's true, James. It is true. It's true? Uh, That's great. What I left out of that yeah. is that shortly after this happened, Vince was supposed to take the stage and do a promo, which he did with shit in his pants. <laughs> And the camera team was advised to only film him from the waist up. Wow. So people did see. He usually wears like a gray suit. I mean, he's probably. One, he probably has tidy whities on, so it probably keeps everything up in there. But that's a great story. (laughs) I I thought I shit myself jogging the other day. I didn't, but I was scared. Oh my God. There was one time when I was walking Benson and it was like an emergency. And I was like, Benson, you have to run. Like, I know you're old, but you have to run. Uh, Farting with headphones on is a bad idea. Okay, here's here's one. The funniest thing you can do for Vince McMahon is push someone into a pool with all their clothes on. That's I'm gonna say false. That seems. I know I've gone false the last two. I'm gonna go false one more time. One more time. It's true. It is true. Damn it! (laughs) What is crazy? (laughs) I love how crazy. I mean, he's a twelve year old (laughs) trapped in a gorilla's body. This is the last one. Oh. All right. Professional arm wrestler Marcio Barboza was a guest on a 2014 episode of Raw. Backstage, Vince insisted on challenging him to an arm wrestling match, which Vince quickly lost. This didn't prevent him from demanding a rematch, which he also lost. For the next 20 minutes, Vince continued to demand rematches, despite losing worse and worse each time, all while the show was live. (laughs) Vince went so far as to insist that Marcio's appearance on the show be delayed so that way he could continue attempting to beat him before other executives stepped in. The last thing Vince said to Marcio, uh, said said before Marcio went on stage was a threatening next time. <laughs> I don't remember this one in the thread. It's, it's so it's detailed, true. I have to say true. Say, or or there's just true. one detail that's tweaked, but... I gotta say true. Yeah. I gotta. I guess... Well, at least hasn't true. read this one yet. I, don't, I didn't read that one, but I guess it's true. That is false. Uh, uh, that's such a good story. I made it up. <laughs> really? Story. Yeah. Damn, that was good. <laughs> I did look up the name of a professional arm wrestler. I figured out, because I was thinking about, oh, if this is false, how would this have been? Your you next. Would, you would have Googled, like, professional arm wrestler, yeah. and then that's where you That's what I did. Okay. That's what I did. Well, thank you guys for coming. I don't remember this. How many? It's not. We all win. We Everyone's all win. a winner. Those are, those are in great the Vince stories. Man story man. Guessing oh, that game. thread is fantastic. It's a great. Thread. I love that. There's stuff. a lot more. Yes, that's like what. That's like what. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever saw it, but Scott Michella tweeted a bunch of stories about I saw Attack of the Show. Oh yeah, you should read that thread because it's a fantastic. You should just thread. write a book. He should. Yeah, he should. just put it out called Attack of the Book, <laughs> and go. What the fuck does it mean? <laughs> um, well, that's that brings us to the end of our show. Uh, thank you guys for watching and listening. And wh- what's coming up from Funhouse? Uh, We're done. We finished. We finished with it. We get the last now. video airs. Yep. Um, if you up. haven't checked it out, oh, Indiana Jones coming out this weekend. Indiana oh, Jones okay. comes out this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, we just brought back the comment show in a new open house. Oh, risk of rain. Now we got risk of rain. Risk, risk of rain. Yeah. Um, I also want to add uh, RTX is coming up in July. And uh, you can get 15% off a RTX weekend badge. Oh, yeah, that's right. We're, we're uh, supposed to only give these out slightly yeah. in, in pieces of show. This isn't mm. for everybody. Yeah. Mm. Um, but uh, you can use code FUNHOUSE15 now through June 15th to get 
15% off an RTX weekend badge. Yeah, that's right. uh, if you want to come out and see us. Um, and that's that's all I got. Cool. You have one more ad read? Yes. I do have one more ad read um, to wrap up the show. Thank you, Adam. You're welcome. Um, speaking of RTX. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 15 per, you can save 15% on RTX tickets, but if you want to save 15% or more on everything, you should, you should try Honey. Um, that's something we can all agree on, saving money. Uh, the reality is, if you're not shopping around, you're probably not saving money. So what if there is a way for somebody to do the shopping around for you? Well, that's exactly what Honey does. Honey is a free tool that you download to your computer's browser while you shop online. Honey scans the internet for coupon codes and other discounts, then it automatically applies the coupon with the biggest savings to your cart at checkout like magic. It works on over 20,000 sites like Amazon, Nordstrom, J. Crew, Nike, Best Buy, Nordstrom again, uh, Target, Macy's, Nordstrom, and more. And it, uh, it takes zero effort to install, just two clicks, and you're ready to start saving anytime you shop online. But don't just take my word for it. Here's what a couple five star reviews had to say. Love Honey. Heard about it through a podcast, and I finally caved after hearing their sponsored ads so many times. I can't believe I haven't used it earlier. So useful, and I have saved so much money since I installed it. Was an idiot not to install it before. Tongue out face. (laughs) And then another review said, didn't think I needed it. Definitely needed it. The second one is a truck driver. Yeah, yeah, I got that. And the first one is also a truck driver. Um... Look, there's really no reason not to use Honey. It's free to use and easy to install on your computer in just two clicks. Don't take it from me. Take it from our viewers. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com dude. That's joinhoney.com dude. Honey, the smart shopping assistant that saves you time and money. Honey. I added that last little bit. Nice job. Mm-hmm. rhymes with Because it just said money. And honey and they money. said They were like, when you do the read, make sure you say saves you time and money. But I was reading it and I was like, Money, honey, because it like rhymes. Great. You woke me up last night. You said, I think there need, we need something more. Mm-hmm. So that read. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I said, what if I do comma honey? That's at what the people end call you a writer. Yeah. And then she said, go sleep on the couch. And you said, I already am. <laughs> 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 Thank you for watching <laughs> this episode of Dude Soup. Um, we're going to come uh, at you right after this, a very quick beat with a little bit of comments show, post show. Not comment show. We will discuss comments, but it's a post show right after this uh, for a little bit. And uh, until then, we'll see you next week. Bye. Nice. I did it too.